What's up, Seekers of Strength? Welcome back to another enlightening episode of Gathering Strength, the podcast that fuels your mind, your body, your soul, and your bank. I'm your host, Ruby Rube, and today we're diving into a topic that is as timeless as it is transformative, mindfulness. Have you ever felt the rush of life pulling you in a hundred different directions? Have you found yourself dwelling on past mistakes or worrying about uncertain futures? Well, we've all been there. But what if I told you there's a profound practice that can change the way you experience every moment? In this episode... We're taking a journey into the heart of mindfulness, a practice that has been embraced by ancient philosophers, spiritual leaders, and even modern-day thinkers. We'll explore the wisdom of historical figures like Lao Tzu, Marcus Aurelius, and specifically a quote by Thich Nhat Hanh. If I said that funny, it's because, man, I'm not Vietnamese. I don't have that accent. But either way, we're going to get into it. This episode isn't just about quotes and philosophy. Nah, on the contrary. It's about real life benefits. How can mindfulness reduce stress, nurture your relationships, and unlock your creative potential? I'm going to unveil the science behind it and share practical techniques to help you integrate mindfulness into your daily life. And don't forget the spiritual aspect. We're going to dive into biblical scriptures that echo the timeless message of mindfulness, offering solace and guidance in today's fast-paced world. So, are you ready? Then let's go. We're going to tap into the miraculousness in finding the beauty over the mundane. Join us as we discover how mindfulness can reshape your life one mindful moment at a time. If you're ready, then I'm going to say, let's go. Kicking it off with the quote from the goat, Warren Buffett, he said, the more you learn, the more you earn. And by golly, you going to learn today. I want you to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger via 1974 as he was competing and dominating the Mr. Olympia Championships. That's right. I want you to look jacked. I want you to have the buff body, the buff mind, the buff spirit, and the buff bank. Because why? Life is heavy, and we're not always going to have a spot. But hey, luckily for you, I got you back. Now that we're all warmed up, loose, and limber, let's get into those heavy lifts. In the tapestry of our busy lives, We often find ourselves caught in a whirlwind of tasks and thoughts, rushing through the mundane without truly experiencing it. But let me tell you today, there's an extraordinary power hidden in the ordinary, and it's called mindfulness. That's right, mindfulness. Mind-ful-ness. Mindfulness. Now, the wise philosopher Thich Nhat Hanh, he once said, while washing the dishes, one should only be washing the dishes. Now, this was a quote 
that when I stumbled upon it, it resonated with me. Now, it resonated with me because before, I didn't even know mindfulness existed. I was like, mindfulness? Okay, that's one of those weird words that are not applicable to me. It is, uh, I don't know, I didn't even know. (laughs) I simply didn't know what it meant. I was blind to the understanding. Now, when I stumbled upon this quote, this little paragraph, an excerpt from his book, it really connected all of the dots. And when I was able to connect some of these dots, it it deepened my understanding. So, here is an excerpt from... Thich Nhat Hanh. His book is called The Miracle of Mindfulness, an introduction to the practice of meditation. Now within that book he wrote, if while washing dishes we think only of the cup of tea that awaits us, thus hurrying to get the dishes out of the way as if it were a nuisance. Then we are not, quote, washing the dishes to wash the dishes, end quote. He goes on to say, What's more, we are not alive during the time we are washing the dishes. In fact, we are completely incapable of realizing the miracle of life while standing at the sink. If we can't wash the dishes, the chances are we won't be able to drink our tea either. While drinking the cup of tea, we will only be thinking of other things, barely aware of the cup in our hands. Thus, we are sucked away into the future and we are incapable of actually living one minute of life. Now, when I read that, I internalized it and I reflected on that sentiment and I applied it to my life. And turns out I was doing a lot of living in the future, living in the past. I was worrying about the future, which is called anxiety. I was trying to forecast all of these probabilities that may or may not happen. Thus, I was suffering in the present moment about things that may or may not happen in the future. And I was also regretting things that happened in the past. Oh, I wish, you know, this would have happened. I should have said that. And then I was living all of those past emotions of regret, anger, frustration, resentment, and I was also forecasting the future and having those anxious thoughts of, you know, trying to reduce or or eliminate pain that could potentially happen. And therefore, you know, meanwhile, I should be focusing on the present. Now to use that excerpt you know, from the book, The Miracle of Mindfulness, while, you know, I'm doing the task of whatever it is, let's say, you know, once again, washing the dishes, I should just be focusing on washing the dishes, feeling the water on my skin, feeling the bubbles, you know, being thankful and showing gratitude for, you know, having clean water to wash my dishes in, for having the dishes to wash in the first place, to having, you know, perhaps just enjoyed a meal. You know, I'm standing there washing the the dishes with food in my stomach. I'm standing there in a house with warm water and soap. 
and you know a, a family that I that I just fed I should be focusing on all of that stuff I should be focusing on the present and not allowing my anxious mind to pull me into the future to worry about things that may or may not even happen I also shouldn't be allowing my mind to pull me back into the past to relive moments that, you know, probably caused me anger, frustration, stress, or whatever it may be. I should be focusing on the present. The past, that already happened. The future doesn't exist. The past doesn't exist. It's all just the present moment right now. And right now, I should be focusing on the present moment. And not while I'm just washing the dishes. Hey, doing every single little task, you should be present-minded. You should be mindful of where you're at. Now, let's say, you know, you're with your children and you have that same wandering mind. You're worrying about the future. You're regretting and resenting the past. Meanwhile, you're at the park. It's a beautiful day with your kids, but you may... As well, not even be there because you're off in la-la land thinking about other things that you have no control over. But you have control over that present moment right now. And that is the art of mindfulness. Being aware of the present moment and focusing on all of those little things that you take for granted because there is beauty in those moments that are often overlooked because your anxious and worrisome mind, it robs you of that. Now, why does this matter? Well, let me tell you. When you embrace mindfulness, you unlock a secret door to your well-being. Now, you see, when we're rushing, we often forget that life's beauty lies in the small, everyday things. It's like missing the stars while chasing the moon. We must remember the ancient wisdom of Socrates, who said, once again, another one of my favorite quotes, an unexamined life is not worth living. When we rush through life without mindfulness, we miss the miracle that each moment holds. Now think about it. When you're mindful, you reduce stress, anxiety, and even depression. It's like a soothing balm for your soul. Your relationships improve because you're present with your loved ones. You become more creative and productive because your mind isn't lost in a haze of distraction. It's like fighting a hidden treasure within yourself. But my dear friends, seekers of strength, Heed the warning of history, as Benjamin Franklin wisely said, quote, lost time is never found again, end quote. When you let the knowledge of mindfulness slip past you, you squander your most precious resource, time. You miss out on the beauty of life, and you let your well-being slip through your fingers like grains of sand. In our tumultuous sea of modern existence, our lives often resemble a relentless whirlwind of tasks, obligations, and endless streams of thoughts. In the midst of this ceaseless hustle, we frequently find ourselves racing through life's seemingly mundane activities without ever truly experiencing them. 
It is in this fast-paced, distracted state of living that we often overlook a remarkable and transformative practice, the art of mindfulness. Thich Nhat Hanh's wisdom resonates with a timeless truth that the true living is a practice of presence. To grasp the essence of mindfulness, we must first understand the significance of this simplicity. It is akin to rediscovering the world through the lens of a child, a world vibrant with colors, textures, and sensations. Now imagine the act of washing dishes. In our hurried lives, it's often considered a tedious chore, something to be rushed through or entirely neglected in favor of more quote important task end quote. Now, Tik Nathan asks us to reconsider this mundane moment. He suggests that while washing dishes, we should be fully aware of the experience itself. This means feeling the warmth of the water, hearing the gentle splashes, and touching the cool, wet surfaces of the plates. In doing so, we shift our perspective from viewing the task as a mere means to an end. To seeing it as an opportunity to be present, this simple act of mindfulness transforms an ordinary act into a extraordinary event. It awakens us to the richness of life's tapestry that we often overlook. The practice of mindfulness is, at its core, a celebration of the present moment. It is an invitation to engage fully with each passing second, to immerse ourselves in the now, rather than being lost in what's next. Consider the rush of modern life, where our minds are constantly pulled in multiple directions: emails to answer, meetings to attend, errands to run. Amidst this chaos, the present moment slips away unnoticed. But in this very moment, there is a world of sensory experiences unfolding around us: the hum of the environment, the sensation of our breath, the touch of the ground beneath our feet. All are happening right now, if we only pause to notice it. Mindfulness serves as a calming oasis in the stormy sea of our lives, in a world. Teeming with stressors and anxieties, this practice offers a lifeline to serenity. Consider how we often are trapped in the relentless grip of worry, our minds consumed by our past or future. Dwelling on past mistakes or fretting over future uncertainties can be emotionally exhausting. However, mindfulness encourages us to anchor ourselves in the present moment. It teaches us to observe our thoughts without judgment, allowing them to come and go, like passing clouds in the sky. This brings mind to the words of Seneca, the Stoic philosopher. Quote, "We suffer more often in imagination than in reality." End quote. Mindfulness helps us to escape the shackles of needless suffering, to confront reality as it is, and to find solace in the present moment. 
Our relationships, they are like fragile flowers requiring care and attention to flourish. Yet, in our busy lives, we often neglect these essential bonds. Mindfulness, however, offers a profound remedy. When we practice mindfulness, we are fully present with those we interact with. Our loved ones receive the gift of our undivided attention, and our connections with them deepen. We become better listeners, more empathetic, and more attuned to the subtleties of human interaction. A quote from Rumi, the 13th century Persian poet. He captures the essence of this transformative power. Quote, Do you pay regular visits to yourself? Start now. End quote. Mindfulness allows us to pay those regular visits to ourselves and to others, nurturing the roots of our relationships and allowing them to bloom. Isn't it strange how Rumi said something so many hundreds of years ago in the freaking 13th century? He knew about mindfulness. He posed the question, do you pay regular visits to yourself? And he said, hey, start now. Now, that's where, you know, like the wisdom comes in, like the timeless narrative of being able to help yourself by doing something so simple. It doesn't cost any money to do this. It is just practice being aware of it. When you find yourself drifting off into the future, hey, suck yourself back into the present moment. When you find yourself dwelling on on the past, hey, mindfulness, where are you at? Focus on the now. Mindfulness isn't just about calming the mind. It's also a wellspring of creativity. In our fast-paced, distracted lives, creativity often takes a back seat. But when we're fully present in the moment, our minds are free to explore, create, connect, and innovate. Think of mindfulness as a sanctuary for our creativity, a space where our ideas can breathe and flourish. The great scientist and thinker Albert Einstein, he understood this when he said, quote, Imagination is more important than knowledge, end quote. Mindfulness unleashes our imagination, enabling us to see the world through fresh eyes and to generate innovative solutions to life's challenges. Now, as we have explored the myriad of benefits through mindfulness, it is crucial to recognize the perils of mindfulness. Perhaps one of the most insidious consequences of neglecting mindfulness is the illusion of time. The concept of time has long fascinated philosophers and thinkers. Heraclitus, the ancient Greek philosopher, mused that, quote, you cannot step into the same river twice, end quote. In this statement, he highlighted the ever-changing nature of existence. Yet, in our mindless rush through life, we often ignore this wisdom. Time, once lost, cannot be reclaimed. Each moment that passes is a moment gone forever. When we let mindfulness slip through our fingers, we squander our most precious resource, time. 
we fall into the trap of believing that we can always make up for it later, only to realize too late that the moments we let pass, they are irreplaceable. Mindlessness can take a toll on our relationships, causing them to wither and fray. When we are not fully present with our loved ones, we send a message that they are not a priority. Over time, this can erode the bonds of trust and intimacy that hold relationships together. Consider the words of Leo Tolstoy, the renowned author of War and Peace. All everything that I understand, I understand only because I love. End quote. Love and understanding thrive in the fertile soil of presence. When we neglect mindfulness, we risk drifting away from the people we hold dear, creating emotional chasms that can be challenging to bridge. In our professional lives, the consequences of mindlessness are equally profound. The quality of our work often suffers when we fail to be fully present. Our productivity diminishes, creativity wanes, and the results we produce fall short of our potential. Consider the genius of Thomas Edison, who once remarked, quote, Genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration, end quote. Edison's insight highlights the value of sustained focus and effort. When we lack mindfulness in our work, we miss the opportunity to tap into that 1% of inspiration. And that, and that is going to be able to elevate our endeavors to new heights. Cultivating mindfulness is not an overnight transformation. It is a journey. It requires patience, dedication, and a willingness to embrace the practice with an open heart. In the words of Lao Tzu, the ancient Chinese philosopher, quote, The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. End quote. Now the path to mindfulness begins with that first step, with the decision to be fully present in this very moment. It's about acknowledging that the journey itself is as important as the destination. Now, hey, guess what? Luckily for you, I created a podcast episode talking about the journey over the destination. Now, feel free to dig into my podcast catalog, listen to that one, embrace the knowledge, and then mosey on back over to this one, combine and compound the information into understanding, and next thing you know, bada boom, bada bing, you, yourself, Now you know a little bit more how the world works. You're welcome. There are various techniques and practices that can aid us on this journey to mindfulness. First one, meditation. Now this is a cornerstone of mindfulness. It involves setting aside a specific time to sit quietly and focus your breath or a particular aspect of the present moment. Meditation allows you to observe your thoughts without judgment, fostering a sense of inner peace and clarity. Now, the times that I do my meditating is after my morning stretching, after I'm all loose and limber and stretched out. Hey, I put the little cherry on top with some focus breathing. And, you know, it's one of those things 
you just focus literally on your breathing. It sounds so simple, but hey, your mind is going to wander to this, to that. It's going to be sucked into the future. It's going to be sucked into the past. And the point of meditation is to be able to control your thoughts. Hey, just realize you're not thinking about the present moment, which is supposed to be just on your breath, the sensations that you're feeling. And hey, wrangle that that mind back into your control. And next thing you know, man, you start to be able to control your own thoughts. You're able to control your own emotions. And that's where the value is. One of the many assets that meditation and mindfulness pays an individual that invests in the time to harness its powers. Now, that is just one specific time that I habitually practice my meditation and really implement the mindfulness techniques. But you can do it at any moment. And the way that you do it is by simply paying attention to your breath. The act of inhaling and exhaling becomes an anchor to the present moment. As you breathe, observe the sensation of the breath entering and leaving your body. I also listen to the sound that it makes. I don't know, but there's something deep within us that when you just focus on your breath, man, that that does something. Now, while you're focusing on your breath, you can also do a body scan. A body scan involves directing your attention systematically through different parts of your body. This practice helps you connect with your physical sensations, releasing tension and promoting relaxation. Now, there you are focusing on your breath, focusing on your body. And next thing you know, man, you start to become in tune with how you feel. It doesn't just stop there. Eating. Mindful eating. Now, eating mindfully means savoring each bite of food, fully engaging your senses. It's a practice of gratitude for the nourishment that you are receiving, and it can transform a meal into a deeply enriching experience. Now, when I'm at dinner with my son and my, you know, overall, my family, sometimes my wife, she's not there because she's working. So, hey, this is a time for me to expose my kids to father philosophy. Now I'll be like, hey son, look at this you know, piece of bread. Here we have one simple piece of bread. And I'll ask him the question like, hey, how many people do you think it took for this piece of bread to be ready for us to consume during dinner? And he'll name, you know, like the farmer, And, you know, that's pretty much it. But I'm like, hey, how about the truck driver? How about the people who produced the fuel for the truck? How about the people who made the tires? How about the people who paved the road? How about the people that produced the bag? How about the people that, you know, stocked the shelves? How about the people that fed those people? How about, <laughs> you know, there we are. We're starting to weave a intricate tapestry of the millions of people that led to this one piece of bread. 
being ready for us to eat for dinner. And it's like, man, let's say a little prayer of thanks and show some gratitude and appreciation for the incalculable amounts of time, energy, and effort that brought us this one piece of bread. It's really mind-blowing. And if you can gain an extraordinary amount of gratitude and satisfaction from consuming a simple piece of bread or a simple piece of coffee, I'd say you're on the right path. Keep going. Now, beyond individual well-being, mindfulness has the potential to reshape our societies. It can infuse compassion into our actions, reduce conflicts, and foster a sense of shared humanity. In the words of Gandhi, quote, You must be the change you want to see in the world, end quote. By embodying mindfulness, we become agents of change, radiating its transformative power to those around us. As more individuals embrace this practice, it can ripple through communities, workplaces, and nations, fostering a culture of presence, empathy, and understanding. In this journey of exploration, we have plumbed the depths of mindfulness, the art of being fully present in each moment. We have uncovered its miraculous ability to enhance our well-being, to deepen our relationships, and to unlock our creativity. We have also contemplated the consequences of mindlessness, recognizing the fleeting nature of time, the strain it places on relationships, and its impact on the quality of our work. The choice of mindfulness is a choice to reclaim our lives from the relentless march of time, from the distractions that surround us, and from the worries that weigh us down. It is a choice to embrace each moment as a gift, as an opportunity for growth, and as a source of profound joy. As I begin to draw the curtains a close on this podcast episode, let us reflect on the words of Viktor Frankl, the Holocaust survivor and psychiatrist who penned the seminal work, A Man's Search for Meaning. Quote, between stimulus and response, there is a space, and in that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Mindfulness invites us to inhabit that space, to choose our responses deliberately, and to find our growth and freedom within it. It is a practice that allows us to live our lives with intention, to savor each moment, and to discover the miraculous in the mundane. Ultimately, the choice is yours. I'm not going to come to your house and force you to be mindful. Nah, you got to do it. So this is your choice. You can either rush through life mindlessly or embrace the profound art of mindfulness. In making that choice, we unveil a world of wonder and well-being that has always been within our reach. So let us wash the dishes, walk in nature, and breathe deeply with full awareness. In doing so, we embark on a journey of self-discovery, one mindful moment at a time. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to this awesome podcast. Don't forget to give me a like, a subscribe, and a follow. Gimme, gimme, gimme. And in return, I'm going to give you awesome podcast content. Until next time, it's onward. Always onward.